my secret superpower is my knack for attracting anything pop culture like i don't even go looking for it it just comes to me and i know anything that's happening that's part of pop culture <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen that was flow hi i do not think i have any superpower but i do have a great hunger for entertainment all things entertainment the easiest way to get my attention or to change my mood if i'm in a bad mood is to put on anything movie or tv show related and that's it you have my 100% attention so yeah and that is tanvi hello A special mention to our social media partners Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. And we are continuing with our quintessential Hindi movie series and to find out how we define quintessential, check out our intro episode. Every podcast is divided into four categories: fashion, acting, favorite songs and our favorite scenes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Movie Wala podcast and today we are talking about Ek Dooje Ke Liye. It was released in 1981. Prime Minister of India was Indira Gandhi and there were not too many significant things happening in India around that time politically for a country but there was one cute love story that was happening at the same time between Rajnikanth and his future wife Lata Rajnikanth and it's a very cute meet cute they had. Um Lata Rajnikanth was actually interviewing Rajnikanth and uh, she had a question for him saying you know when do you plan to get married and Rajni said whenever i meet a girl like you and that's how it began and they got married in the same year i think 1981 so that's pretty significant for the country i think <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it's significant or not but it's super cute yeah, i was just is. like oh <laughs> okay back to the movie so this movie uh, ek dooje ke liye stars kamal hasan as vasu and rati agnihotri as sapna the music was by lakshmikant pyaralal they, again they are two people we love saying that and it was directed by k balachandra produced by lv prasad it is a romantic tragedy between a boy and a girl who the boy is from south india and the girl is from north india and then they fall in love and the movie takes us on a ride of their sweet but turbulent love story so i had not seen this movie in probably 15 or so years like i do remember seeing it and i do think i saw it more than once because i had like very clear vivid uh, i vividly remembered what was happening But I know that I haven't seen it like in a long time. So when we were watching it, as always, we were watching it together, and I was just so happy to see this movie. I had like a grin on my face for the first half of the movie. Yeah, it is such a sweet love story. I was like, oh my god, I love Kamal Hassan and I love <laughs> Rati Agnihotri. They are so cute, yeah. right? Oh my god, yes. Like you said, I think I've just seen it once, I think like the full movie, but the scenes are so iconic, right? So I'm pretty sure I've caught like glimpses of, you know, all these iconic scenes on TV. So this was actually my second watch. But still it was so fresh and so cute and Kamal. So Kamal and Amitabh Bachchan for me, I love them the best, the most in the 70s and early 80s. Amitabh Bachchan I love the 70s Amitabh, but Kamal I love the 70s and the early 80s Kamal. and this was like peak kamal hasan that i love <laughs> i i love him in this movie i love him in sagar and i love him in that shri devi movie sadma 
So you know, and I've loved him in other couple of other movies as well. Like I actually love Kamal Hassan. He's like one of those weird intellectual yeah. psycho, but really, really <laughs> highly stimulated brain. But yeah, like, but I love him. And you know, like I was telling, I have this thing for like South Indian men. I really yeah. <laughs> like if they're intelligent and like they have this kind of creative. Mm something creative going on or they're like super intellectual and you know but Kamal Hassan oh my god and he speaks such good English in the movie it's like you know he does not speak it with an accent whether Indian accent or a South yeah. Indian accent he has he's just like he's just like talking he's just like oh my god so I yeah I had like I was like completely taken by him in this movie while watching it again Totally. And I'm afraid we're going to be saying this for so many actors in this uh, scene. <laughs> All the actors are going to be so jealous, Tanvi. They'll be like, what? She just said that about me and now she's saying that about this guy. What? Yeah, <laughs> the, ho- the whole like... Um, the advantage of being a viewer is that you can be in love with many actors and you, know, you don't have to worry about your real life person getting jealous or like being like what like this is this is person is not real yeah. <laughs> true <laughs> so yeah Kamal like you said he's he's a genius in his own right and also he was a school dropout so he didn't really have any formal education but he masters all languages that he tries to learn and Hindi is one of the languages he just picked up and it kind of fit the role as well because it's it's about the South Indian uh, South Indian guy who doesn't know Hindi much and then through the course of the movie he learns Hindi so it actually works for Kamal really well and you know it was a perfect casting and also this was a remake of a Telugu movie I think in 78 which also had Kamal Hassan in the lead have you seen it Oh, no, I haven't seen it. Maybe I should watch it with subtitles. Yeah, I will watch it too. Yeah, Yeah, we should. But this was Kamal's first Hindi movie, right? Yes, yeah, this was his first debut movie. And this was first Rati's Hindi movie as well. She had done like work down south previously, but this Mm. was both of their first Hindi movie. Yeah, introduction to Hindi movies. Yeah. I mean, it's surprising because Rati doesn't look like she looks North Indian. She was North Indian. She was born UP, I think. And then she moved around a bit. And then uh, in her teenage years, she uh, her father got transferred to Chennai. So she was studying in high school in Chennai. In Madras. Which was called Madras back then, yeah. <laughs> Started modeling from the age of 10. Yeah, you're right. And she's from Uttar Pradesh. That's where my family is from. Uh-huh. Interesting. Like She's like really Indian. She's from... Hmm. Born in Uttar Pradesh, but is a Punjabi uh, yeah. by her caste. And then she grew up in South India. So she's yeah. like yeah. epitome of an Indian. Yeah. And let, can we talk about the director, K. Balachandar? Yes, you have all the info on this. So please give us the details. Yes, because I'm a Tamilian. So I feel like, you know, I need to talk about this amazing director, K. Balachandar. So this was his debut movie as well in terms of Hindi movies. But he's done a lot of Tamil movies before. And he continued to do so even after 1981. A lot of good Tamil movies. When I say good, I don't even mean just good. It's just great movies that you can watch over and over again. Uh, so he was one of those directors. And he was known for uh, realist movies revolving around family and a lot of social issues and uh, his movies always tackled a lot of heavy topics for India in the 70s like divorce you know which was unheard of uh, so yeah and and also he launched Kamal Hassan and Rajni Khan guys yeah <laughs> he had an eye yeah so back in the 70s he was the one who launched Rajni and Kamal so Rajni back in the 70s he, he used to play villain oh. yeah he always used to play the negative role and then he became what he is now like Shah Rukh Khan yeah exactly the graph is almost like Shah Rukh Khan. Uh, way more intelligent though. <laughs> mm, 
but not as witty sharuk is the wittiest <laughs> yeah sharuk yeah. has charm and we like yeah we're not yeah. comparing i'm just yeah. being bitchy <laughs> And also, K. Balachandra's women were portrayed as really strong women in all his movies, and women always played like significant roles. Like you know, some of the women that he portrayed in the movies were actually the breadwinners of the family. He he had like really strong women characters in his movies, so that is what he was known for. And this was back in the seventies, so he was like you a part. You will have to tell me the movies, and I'm gonna go catch up on them after this. Yeah, and also maybe we can do a list of movies and put it on Instagram for people. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive into our categories, starting with fashion. Yeah, our favorite. I loved how casual and real Rati's wardrobe was. I actually, I feel like that is something that is lost in today's movies. Yes. Like they are wanna be casual. Like you look at them, and then they're still like trying to be casual. But these costumes really seem like they just—you know—it could be any girl, and you can see like what I hear from my mother and you know people in from that generation. They actually dress like that. Like exactly. if I look at my mother's pictures from her college days, that's exactly how she dressed. It's not something like you know put together for the movie. However, now when you notice, it's like you know they the movies start a trend, and then people start dressing like that. Mm. instead of the other way around i feel like till probably some point in the 90s before manish malhotra came and like gave a makeover to everyone people were actually dressing how the society was dressing in the movies whereas once all of these costume designers and stylists entered starting with manish manish malhotra then it was like a particular look that was being given mm. which was not necessarily that anybody's worn like they would go research other countries and see what's going on and then make people wear like nobody dressed how they dress in kuch kuch hota hai like who dresses who dress like how rani and uh, kajol dress in college or nobody wore those handbags and stuff when like kabhi alvida na kena when karan johar is showing all of that basically karan johar is the one who's doing this <laughs> <laughs> but yeah going back to this movie i loved how real her like wardrobe was and uh, also madhvi sarees i know you also loved them i loved them oh my god she had the most beautiful collection of ombre chiffon yes sarees yeah. and i was like Where can I get this? Like this is perfect. The wardrobe of both Rati and Madhavi—it was just timeless. Like I can see myself or you know people wearing it now and not look dated at all. Yeah, except few of Rati's western dresses. I was just like, uh, that kind of looks tacky. But although you said that they grew on you, like I, it didn't grow on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna happen but yeah. it was 1981 so it still had the clean lines of 70s it still hadn't got got into the crazy ugly 80s phase you know <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah so like you like you were saying you actually said what i was thinking i loved whatever rati agnihotri was wearing and she carried it off with such ease and this is a common sentence that you will hear us saying over and over again when we're talking about fashion in older hindi movies like you know the clothes were part of them yeah Yeah, the costume designer was Banu Ateya. You you would have heard her name mentioned in our previous podcast when we were discussing about guides costume designer. So that was that. Yeah, and uh, just Kamal's wardrobe was just men's in men in seventies. He was still having a you know a hangover from the seventies, like yeah. you said that they were still dressing the way seventies were. And except like he was wearing these really tight shorts in the beginning, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god, are those shorts like super tight? And he's like running in them, yeah. but tighty yeah, whities, tighty yeah. whities. <laughs> 
But other than that, it was again their wardrobe is also like everybody else's is like in sync with their character. Nothing that was tacky or nothing yeah. that was standing out. It was like perfectly blending, you know, with the story that they Absolutely. were telling. So ten on ten on costume. Moving on to songs. Mm. So now this movie has so many popular iconic songs that. In fact when I was listening to them and I'm like haven't I listened to this song in this another movie because there are so many places that these songs have been used like especially Tere Mere Beech Mein that you know they use this in the parody in Mr India Oh Tere Mere Beech Mein oh, right. kaisa oh hai ye bandhan you know and I'm like isn't this song I mean, I know this song is from Ek Dusre mm-hmm. and I know they used it as a comic you know like yeah. doing a comic thing but it's become so popular in another film that you're almost forgotten that it's actually from ek dooje ke liye and then again like uh, the title track ek dooje ke liye and i'm forgetting the tune of that track but oh hum bane tum bane ek dooje ke liye yeah. another song which is like so popular in antakshi like you know every, there's one person who's always going to sing this song <laughs> and i kind of forget till the line ek dooje ke liye comes that this actually belongs to this movie because it's being used in so many places so i feel like the songs are so iconic and have used in another places so much but these were two of my favorite songs so obviously i like both the songs that you mentioned i love them and also one more thing one more song that i really enjoy listening to is satyam shivam sundaram so that song i was just telling tanvi actually when we were watching the movie so a lot of uh, Tamil guys from Tamil Nadu uh, because we're not that familiar with Hindi so the kind of Hindi they know is only the Hindi movie titles so even now there are a lot of Tamil guys when you say that you know Hindi they try to you know just randomly just say like all the Hindi movies like kuch kuch hota hai and kabhi alvida na kehna and saying that oh yeah we also know Hindi kind of thing so it was so hilarious to watch Kamal also do the same thing to Rati Agnihotri in the movie and I was just laughing my heart out during the entire song so I didn't know that so now whenever I like look back at my any previous conversation I'll be like hmm interesting yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a joke they'll say yeah of course we know hindi you know and then they'll just blurt out all these hindi movie titles <laughs> that was cute it was like yeah cute yeah. elevator song yeah. but yeah the whole song is filmed in an elevator yeah <laughs> yeah it's cute like they they deliberately uh, stops the elevator so that he can have some romantic time with isn't Nathan. that cute guys watch the movie telling my husband yesterday that yeah. i'm watching all these movies with flow and all we talk about is that do you realize this is never going to happen with us like this is like this part of our life is done and over like i know yeah i mean i do not want to have like have it happen as an affair or anything like crazy like that because i'm not equipped to deal with any Absolutely, mental trauma yeah. <laughs> or but that stage trauma. of our life is over you know yeah that pure stage of our life when this could happen organically and you know there would be no like extra metal affair kind of title attached to it is over it's never going to happen and exactly. i'm just like this is over and i'm looking at him and he's like and you know we have like other things going and he's like can we get done with those things and then we can come back to your <laughs> romantic crisis and i'm like <laughs> Mm-hmm. I, we're always texting each other and we are like oh wow you know it must be really nice to be newly in love you know because that phase you can never get it back right once you're married you know that newly in love phase where you're just like you know just playing with each other with words i mean we still do with um, you know our husbands but it's not the same yeah but at that time you don't know that this is not going to happen again yeah You know I think that is the realization. It's not yeah. that it's not going to happen. It's the fact that I didn't know it back then. I would have done way more. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. I would have done it more often. Yeah. <laughs> and like t- 
ट्राई टू गेट दैट फीलिंग एज ऑफन एज पॉसिबल राइट ऑल दिस क्विंटल हिंदी मूवीज डू दैट टू यू नो यू वॉन्ट टू फॉल इन लव over and over again which is a great yeah. feeling and while we're on the topic of songs i want to mention sp balasubramaniam because he has sung majority of the songs not i mean except for one which is like a hmm. sad song which is sung by anoop jalota hmm. uh, 16 baras ki bali umar ko salam all the other songs have been sung by sp balasubramaniam and i love sp balasubramaniam there is something about his voice that makes me just smile and i'm starting to think that maybe that is why i started liking salman khan when i was younger because maybe it was not salman khan i mean mm. of course the good looks yes but you know you like all of those songs and then i like kamal hasan then again this voice is attached to him i'm like maybe it's the voice because you know how they say like the voice lingers in your brain for way longer so i'm like maybe it is the voice but i love sp balasubramaniam the way he sings whether happy or sad song and i'm like oh my god yeah. he's just singing them for me yeah and especially all the love songs too right he has that smile in his voice when he's singing it you know you can tell that he's smi- uh, singing with a smile exactly something uh, you can tell about udit narayan also yeah i love hmm. sp balasubramaniam and i think he won a national award for this movie ek dooje ke liye was his first hindi movie album and he won a national award for it hmm. so and then he was there to stay he's mostly sung either for south indian actors who were doing hindi movies hmm. or he sang for salman khan or yeah. he hasn't done a lot of work in hindi cinema but whatever he's done i've loved it i remember all his movies that he's done in hindi especially hum aapke kaun getting back to our ek dooje ke liye what did you think of the location the entire movie was set in yeah it was set in goa right yeah, yeah. and it looked so pristine and untouched like yep. we i had to like look and see like is this goa because mm. right now the way goa is shown or the way it exists is so commercialized there 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 still are like nooks and corners which are like completely authentic goa web you can still but the in the movie you feel like oh my god this is how it used to look once upon a time yeah like even the beautiful you know the rocks that you see that they show a lot in the movie was in goa i think donapola area i think and also some of the rock scenes were also shot in visakhapatnam oh yeah yeah especially the overhanging rock you know where they have their names written Basu mm-hmm. and Sapat oh. was in one of the beaches in Gangavaram Beach in Vishakhapat. But most of the movie was shot in Goa, and it was just beautiful to watch. Oh, yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah, just one bit of trivia about the music. The mm. song "Ek Dooje Ke Liye." Just a few notes from that song has actually been used in Britney Spears' toxic song. You can't tell them like when you listen, mm. but the first. Two seconds of the song are actually "Ek Dooje Ke Liye," which is remixed and it's credited in the Britney Spears album as well. But I was like, I'm trying so hard to find those two <laughs> notes in the first two seconds, but the music is so loud, I couldn't yeah. see those notes. But oh, that's interesting. So moving on to your favorite scenes. Oh. So what are the scenes that like uh stood out to you? So I I can't think of any favorite scenes because I felt like, you know, throughout the movie it, it it's like a 2 hour 45 minute movie. I I never got bored, which means I really enjoyed all the scenes. Uh but there are certain things that actually like, you know, stood out for me, things like how they had portrayed again because I'm a South Indian, I'm always like picking on how they portray south indians in movies uh, so this is about the south indian family and I really liked that the parents of Kamal 
were actually South Indians in that, you know, they were not playing a South Indian with a South Indian accent that people think South Indians have. So it was mm-hmm. actually, you know, Tamil actors who were playing the part and who were actually speaking in their uh, Hindi accent, which is, it has an accent, but it's very true to how, you know, Tamilians speak. Right. Like older people speak, you know. So I, I really enjoyed that. It was very authentic. Yeah. And then I really enjoyed, I don't know, Tanvi, like as a, as a person who doesn't understand Tamil, I don't know how it was for you watching the movie. But for me, because I understood, uh, because I understand Tamil, they were using a lot of Tamil words, especially, you know, in interactions with Kamal and Kamal's parents. And I absolutely enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I just wish they had subtitles. Like I didn't have any issue with it. Like it was like, it seemed authentic. And that's one thing I often feel like when mm. they are showing movie where you know people are from different countries or different regions and I know for sure that at home they are speaking something else so I always have an issue like especially when they're trying to show like Indian people in Hollywood and they mm. show they're talking in English to each other at home and I'm like no even if you'll talk you'll have like some English Hindi words or mixed words Right. So when they're talking in like this American accent at home, like nobody's parents talk like that. Yeah. So I have an issue. So I actually would, I like that they were actually mm. staying authentic to the language. Right. But I just wish they had subtitles, which it didn't have. Yeah. So, so I would text her saying that, you know, oh, this means that. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder how people understood uh, when they mm. went to the cinema. Like, I wonder if they had the subtitles or I don't know. Yeah. I... I mean, like you said, I actually enjoyed the whole movie as well. But there are like a lot of scenes that like stuck out to me because I thought it was so cute. Firstly, the love story in the beginning is super cute. Super, super, super cute. Like there is some X factor in this love story, which makes it different from other love stories. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what. I mean, of course, there's like two different regions of India. They do not speak the language. So those things are there. But other than that, there's still something like, very different about this love story than you know the other ones that we've seen but I liked how they were like in the beginning they were trying to be creative in communicating with each Mm -hmm. other like they are like washing clothes because they don't speak the language right so they are like they just have to let each other know that they are they are trying to say something to each other so they're like washing clothes or like banging on the table and the other person's banging and playing the drums so they're like come or then they find like a switching on and off of the light at home so they know right. they're talking so I thought that was super cute and creative I found like oh how nice like I had not I don't remember seeing that in another movie where they're like doing this then I also like that uh, uh, you know when uh, Kamal goes to Bangalore they have they're like separated we're not going to disclose why because Mm. so that people have watched the movie no spoilers but he's there and he needs to just let Rati know that he's okay so there's this Tamil phrase that they had spoken before uh, And he just like, he can't communicate with her. So he just puts a big advertisement in the paper and it's all it says is Nala Irkia. And you know, you know, and she knows that this is him putting it there just to let her know that he's fine. I was like, this is so sweet. Like nobody has ever put an ad in the newspaper for me. That was absolutely adorable. Yeah, I remember that. So I just feel like, oh my God, this is so cute. And I liked uh, Kamal doing Bharatnatyam. Mm. That was amazing. Although Hindi movies use uh, dance as a form of showing anger in a lot of films, but a man doing it... Classical dance especially. Yeah, classical uh, dance is very rare. Mm. I think there's one place where I think Akshay Kumar has done like a Tandav, like Shiv Shiv, uh, Tandav. I can't remember which movie. And this was the other time. I do not recall any other Mm. film where classical dance is used. So that stood out. I also like the scene between... I know I'm going on and on. 
Oh no, please go ahead. Because because I like all the scenes that you're picking. I just gave like an overall, you know, what I liked. But yeah, I, and now that you're telling me all the scenes, I'm like, yes, scene, I like that too. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, and I also like the scene where uh, Matvi, who's uh, another female character in the film, who has romantic interest in Kamal, meets Rati. Oh my God, that was like women power and such good writing such good acting and such a good scene like i fell in love with mathvi there and then and this scene i loved their interaction i loved how respectful like hindi movies have i mean in cinema in general has to show women are always like against each other mm. fighting each other yeah. like you know always this trying to one up each other and they're not like i i actually don't know a single woman who has ever tried to like step on me or try to everybody around me has always been supportive like i've never had a bad experience just because I've had bad experience as a human being mm. but not necessarily as a female like you know even now like Oprah gave a speech at Golden Globes and people were comparing her to Hillary Clinton like why like this doesn't even make any sense like media does that you know exactly. like regular people watching it we don't do that we just took it as Oprah's speech but media has to pitch a woman against a woman oh. exactly I'm mean, like there is no context like Hillary was not even there like how did you even think of bringing Hillary in this but that is exactly my point like and that is why i loved that scene and even on its own like in the movie it was so important it was so good i'm glad you brought that up because that is the kind of director k balachandar is i was telling you about how you know how he portrays women and this is exactly how he portrays women exact and this this felt like a good portrayal of women a true portrayal of women and this was like exactly this is how mature grown up people in general right people women behave and i was just like okay like it love it yes, this movie just went it. like 10 notches <laughs> up uh, and you know when whenever we are like talking about movies we are now judging them did they stand the hmm. test of time well this was way ahead of its time because right now they are not showing women supporting women in movies like that so not only does it stand the test of time it was ahead of its time so yeah these are my i have more scenes but i'm going to shut up because like people should actually watch this movie so clearly like you know these are just like five scenes out of like a three movie we enjoyed all of it so it's absolutely worth a watch again yeah absolutely yep. now moving on to the acting i know you have a lot to say about rati and how she was portrayed oh right rati see that's the thing i don't know what she has i don't know how to describe the presence she has on screen but it's just there in every uh, frame she was in like the way she carried herself was amazing you know with the confidence that she had uh, she even had the courage to like stand up against her parents she has that you know that that's something and you know and the way the her characters written like you said it's in a way where she was like a quintessential indian woman because she was modern Right. She was like, you know, she was she gave some nasty stares to her mother whenever her mother was like interfering in her love star uh, love story. But at the same time, she didn't want to like go against them and mm. marry without their consent. So she wanted to like have them on board and she was willing to do whatever it took. So that was like a, you know, a balance of like a confident woman who is like completely capable of dealing with whatever comes yeah. her way and, and who knows what she wants and exactly. who can decide, you know, for herself, who can make choices, you know. So So that was beautifully portrayed. Yeah. yeah. That movie made me want to be like cute and adorable with someone. Not just romantic but like just be cute and yeah. just be just cheesy cute. Remember that scene when I when they go out for a day trip and she hasn't told her parents where where she is and then they 
stranded in the middle of the night because they are out of petrol mm-hmm. and now she's like oh my god oh my parents are going to be so worried and i i lied to them and kamal is just like you know pulling her leg and you know that that was so cute it is super cute uh Shobha Khote, who's playing uh, Rati's mother, she was so on point with her character. Yeah. Like, she was meant to annoy the bleep out of you, and she annoyed. She was so loud. I was like, oh my god, this woman is hurting my ear. (laughs) If she was my mother, I would go insane. Like, I would go crazy. Like, my mother is actually very soft-spoken, and she never goes up a... Like, you know, there's a certain voice level. She won't, like, go up. Mm. So, I'm not used to people shouting in general. And this woman, oh my god, I was like, how can somebody shout like this? Her pitch was just so high. But I think that was the character. Like, I know that, you know, she's played various other characters and she's not that. She's not that, yeah. (laughs) No, I was talking about how, uh, like, Kamal's parents, right? Both of them, mom and dad. I thought they also did did their job well. You know, they were not overly dramatic, you know. And the interaction between Kamal and his mom, again. uh, And also, I think she is the only person who's actually willing to give their love story a chance, you know. She's like, okay, fine, you know, you guys like each other. It's okay. Like she was the opposite of uh, Rati's mother, right? Rati's mother is this loud, annoying person. Yeah. And this was like a quiet, understanding mother. I I mean, she was like hands down the better mother for yeah. sure. But yeah, I there was no like specific scene between mm. the son and the mother that I felt like, yeah, usually I'm like all over parental, parents in love. Another character was Rakesh Bedi, who mm. is uh, <laughs> potentially, he's interested in uh, Rati. Oh God, I, in the beginning, I was just annoyed at him because he continuously keeps like sneezing. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy doesn't like stop sneezing. But by the end, I was just like, he was pitiable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, just... well, I'm sure he found someone. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Last but not the least, Kamal Hassan. Mm. Oh my God. <laughs> I think I fell in love with him again. <laughs> His acting, we all know, it's always like, you know, very, very controlled, on point and in control. He's so good that you don't even realize that he's acting. So you don't even want to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was just a natural. He just like, he was just so smooth. Yeah. And I liked his rebellious character because like, you know what I was telling you, I relate to that. I'm like a rebel. You cannot make me do something. <laughs> like you cannot tell me something. Even if I want to do something, but if you mm. tell me to do it, I won't do it because you told me to do it. <laughs> so... I am that person and I could like relate to him and when you know when he's like why do we have to listen to our parents and why do we have to he's like exactly like I completely <laughs> was on board with him I know what you're saying because I absolutely enjoyed that part where he would just walk into Rati's house in a lot of scenes he'll just walk in because he knows that he's right yeah so he'll just walk in without any fear or guilt or anything yeah I, I love those scenes <laughs> So yeah, yeah, and like, you know, and of course, like we said, this is a romantic tragedy. The The ending of the story is already told to you in like the first scene of the movie. So it's not something like a spoiler yeah. or people don't know, like when people went to see this movie, they knew what is going to happen so so just so you know that it is a sad ending and like you know when I was when we were going to start watching this movie uh, my husband was there and I was like do you want to watch it with me he's like no I don't want to watch it it's a sad movie like he doesn't like watching sad movies and I was like no but the first half is not that sad and he's like no 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 I can't watch it there's, I, I don't want to disclose what happens mm. but there are like these sad events that happen and then we are discussing it and we're like it was so unnecessary mm. in his words it was like the writers in 80s were just sadistic like they just needed to like be brutal to women 
and show these things happening to them just to like make you feel sorry for them and i was like oh my god that is so true though you remember even when we were watching yeah. in the end we're like this didn't need to happen it would have been a good movie even if it didn't have such a right. brutal ending yeah <laughs> like and you can't even say it's realistic because come on i mean i, I know that it happens in india and india yeah. has like its share of problems but it doesn't really always have to happen like the parents were on board now so this was completely unnecessary oh it's just a sad ending it seems like the moral of the story was that don't fall in love because otherwise horrible things are going to happen to you but then i read that after this movie a lot of lovers in india ended up doing you know what these guys do in the movie which is sad yeah it is very sad it did the opposite of what you thought it would do <laughs> yeah you know this is something completely i can't get on board with because mm-hmm. i i don't know whether it is because i value myself way more or whether i really don't care about parents in society i mean i do care but i don't care so much that i'm going to like just like ruin yeah. my life I know, because exactly i want to make them happy and both of us we were watching the movie and we were texting each other we were like guys it's okay this is I not know. the end of the world you know you can still go ahead and have a life have a good life but oh well definitely worth a watch and uh, do not let the tragic story like deter you away from it it has some really really good solid performances from everyone yeah. and amazing songs so it makes our quintessential hindi movie list yeah so now moving on to our last segment recasting the hardest part where you're like if you see all these wonderful movies and then you don't know if anyone can actually stand up to that <laughs> a good recasting would have to be a south indian actor playing the character and i know few south indian actors but mm. i don't know the young one the ones who are upcoming now who would be like early 20s i think there is one guy who's actually bagiraj one of uh, one of the tamil actors from the 70s and 80s and his son i think he's maybe in his late 20s i don't know anyone who's in early 20s but late 20s i feel uh-huh. like he can kind of you know maybe do justice to the role his name is santanam bagiraj so so would that be your cast Yeah sure yeah and the actress would be Alia Bhatt really yeah you would cast Alia Bhatt yeah yeah Alia Bhatt and Santanam i think they will also look good together because they are both petite um i'll cast dulkar because yeah. i think he's like super cute and you know i know he's not tamil and he's malayalam but then yeah. he'll still have the language problem yeah no but he also grew up in chennai so so that covers my base yeah. Yeah. yeah well yeah no i don't want to offend anybody like that i'm not like compensating one state with another state no, no, i'm no, just like not. going by good looks yeah. <laughs> that's my criteria <laughs> but he also does tamil movies so i don't think you're offending anyone yeah okay and like my criteria is just language like good looks and somebody who hasn't done a hindi movie so yeah. that's a name that came to my head i'm, I'm jealous sorry. because i why didn't i think of that <laughs> well, well i took him yeah. <laughs> he's my <laughs> <laughs> my dudes and in terms of actor actress uh, because we still want to cast somebody new so let's go with sara ali khan because we've seen her in a lot of like ethnic wear and she seems like somebody who could pull off and if she has even like 1% of talent like amrita singh and sharmila tagore and sharmila tagore but i like actually stick with amrita singh because amrita singh had that chutspa wow. she had it that like you know that chameli ki shaadi and all of those movies that she did so if like uh, she can pull off like 1% of chameli ki shaadi so on the basis of purely amrita singh's uh, you know and she looks a lot like amrita singh so that is my criteria for choosing sara ali khan and dulkar that's a good casting i like it 
Thank you. All right. So now we are halfway through our quintessential list and I hope everybody enjoyed our podcast and please let us know what you thought with the hashtag moviewala podcast on social media and follow us on Instagram at moviewala podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.